As we wrap up 2019, we want to start looking at the book of Judges as we go into 2020. 2020 has the potential to be a pretty chaotic year with all the political things that will be going on. But maybe, maybe you're thinking about your own life. Have you ever been on the brink of chaos and you're wondering if God's faithfulness will pull through in your life? What do you do in those times? Do you take the situation into your own hands? Do you melt into a pool of self-pity and anxiety? Do you try and run and hide? What do you do when you are at a loss as to what to do? At the beginning of the book of Judges, the people were in the same situation. How will Israel respond? What will they do when they are on the brink of chaos? And what do we learn about God and our need during this time? Judges chapter 1 verse 1 begins this way. After the death of Joshua, this is the potential chaos. The only leader these people have ever known is dead. Their commander-in-chief is gone. Their chief strategist, no more. Their fearless hero is no longer there to lead them. Their prayer warrior no longer pleads the cause of the Israelites. This is the man who received the encouragement from God that said, Be strong and courageous, for I am with you wherever you go. This is the one who led the people across a flooded Jordan River. This is the man who stood face to face with the commander of the Lord's army. Joshua is the one who led out against Jericho and the walls come tumbling down. He's the one who prayed for God to cause the sun to stand still so that he could finish the task of defeating the enemy. Joshua is the man who stood before all of Israel and declared, As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And now Joshua is only a memory. This is a political crisis in the eyes of the people, a military crisis, a spiritual crisis. The people think that they are on the brink of chaos. So when we're on the brink of chaos, what do we do? We must look up to God's sufficiency. Immediately following the phrase, after the death of Joshua, and all that that phrase entails, we are told exactly what the people of Israel did. They looked up to God. They didn't look up to God in disgust. They didn't look up to God in anger as the generation did many times before them. They didn't say, you've brought us out here to die. They looked up to God in faith, knowing that they needed a leader to help them fulfill the task of clearing out the enemies from the promised land. And they said, who shall go up first? Lord, we are your people. We will follow your leadership. Whom will you select to lead us in order to fulfill the mission you gave us? Joshua had led them into the promised land, but it still needed to be conquered. And the people, very aware of God's faithfulness to them throughout Joshua's reign, look once again to God to guide them. Within those first 18 verses of Judges chapter 1, we noticed God's sufficiency. We see it in God's direction whenever he says, Judah shall go up. We hear God's declaration whenever he says, I have given the land into his hand. We see God's deliverance that the Lord gave the Canaanites and the Perizzites into their hand and they defeated 10,000 of them at Bezek. We see God's presence whenever he says, and the Lord was with Judah. Don't let this point be lost on you. Your help, your strength is in the name of the Lord 
not in the name of your favorite pastor or Christian musician or Christian author. Leaders come and go, but God's kingdom marches on. Proverbs 18.10 says that the name of the Lord is a strong tower, and the righteous man runs into it and is safe. In all of these things that we've seen in the first chapter, God uses his personal covenant name, Yahweh, I, the Lord, who brought you into covenant with me, promise to direct you, to provide for you, to deliver victory to you, and to be with you. So what do you do when it seems like chaos is knocking on your door? What do you do when you don't know what to do? We look up in prayer, trusting in God's sufficiency to lead us. Today, please pray for Brandon Lingle and his family, our missionaries in Thailand. Also, remember the Lushai Chin Mizo Life Word broadcast heard in Burma.